giant stalker, dragon stalker, crypt stalker, demon stalker, rift stalker, grown stalker, grip stalker, scourge stalker, wind runner. I'm a pony, lead skill hunter. Welcome to episode 236 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Darkbrew from thebrewhall.com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. I'm Delirium from Thrill of the Wild and at Delirium Hunts on Twitter. I'm Bendak from Eyes of the Beast, Blizzard Watch, and Bendak Wow on Twitter. And I'm Roger Brown from NobodyDrinksLikeAHunter.com, the Hunter's Party Palace, and at Method Roger on Twitter. <laughs> All right. Today is Sunday, March 20th, the first. 2016, the first day of spring in most places, although it probably doesn't doesn't feel like it. It doesn't feel like it for me. Uh, and we are broadcasting live on Twitch.tv. You can participate in the live chat room where our lovely moderator, Ali Sonder, is there to take your questions. So we've got a, a pretty good show uh, this week. There was another, uh, at least, announcement for uh, an alpha build. This was Legion build 21287, which is, I like that number. It's, 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 all, it's very close to being a, a Star Wars number, just, just one extra two in there, and it would be perfect. But uh, I, I don't know if this has been actually released uh, to test. You guys can tell me, because I seem to be the odd man out still as far as uh, who's, who's in the alpha and who's not. But uh, there were some pretty big changes uh, coming. So, so is this available yet, or, or is it you're waiting for the publisher? Yeah, the stuff that Celestalon announced is not out yet, like Marksmanship Pet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll have to I, see. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I checked the like thing yesterday, and it wasn't in, so probably not in yet. Yep. So the big news, as, as you mentioned, Delirium, was Celestalon's announcement earlier this week that Marksmanship is going to be getting its pet back baseline. And that Lone Wolf would be, uh, what, I think a level 15 talent uh, for those that, that like, you know, being a ranged rogue. Uh, <laughs> you still have that have that option. But uh, what, what are some thoughts on, on this? As It was a pretty, pretty big change, I guess. Yeah, Delirium, it's, it's kind of weird to think about what's... Uh, I'm not sure what they're thinking. Like, his reasoning... Uh, was, uh, you know, they mentioned on both the BM and the MM uh, forum posts that uh, that they were getting a lot of feedback that all the specs are just so incredibly different from what they used to be. Uh, so they didn't leave any specs even close to what they what it used to feel like. Um, so and I'm not really excited that this is the one they chose. I would have liked to see Beast Mastery revert back to more similar to what it is on live. But I don't know. It's it's. My big concern, I, I'm, I've am i pretty much gotten over the fact that they were taking away Marksmanship's pet, so I don't, I don't feel too upset about that, but I also now don't feel too upset about getting it back. Uh, I just don't know if I have a lot of faith that they're going to balance it very well. It's, it's really proved hard to balance a tier that, you know, um, that takes away a pet like that, that has such a major talent that changes the whole feel of the spec, so... I'm not sure what they have planned or how they're going to make the other two talents in that tier matter. Uh, or if it's just going to be a kind of cosmetic choice. So I don't know. Um, yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm really, when I saw this uh, news or whatever you want to call it, the announcement of it coming soon, uh, I was like, it didn't make sense to me, honestly, because 
from what I read, okay, they say you don't have this, oh, you have like a, a strong hunter and one pet. You don't have that feeling anymore, right? And that, but then they say the same for the beast mastery, and they say that they're gonna there's gonna be an option where you kind of get that feeling. You're not. I think they're gonna not have dire uh, beast. It's gonna be an option. Am I am I getting this right? Right. That's... For instead of lots of dire beasts, you'll have one kind of flurry of dire beast attacks. Yeah, like have lots of extras. Yeah. Yeah, but that is gonna give you that feeling of you plus a big pet, and that's it, right? So they're 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 saying they're gonna to try to do that in Beast Mastery, but they're like, ah, what the heck? Let's just put it in MM as well. What? Like I I really don't understand that logic. And honestly, the one thing because I thought about it this a lot, yeah. Uh, they said they're gonna put it as a talent on the first tier, and I mean obviously this might change in the future, mm-hmm. where you go for loan. It's gonna like the baseline will be that you have a pet, correct? And you're gonna use that uh, lone wolf talent like we use right now, and it's gonna remove it, and you're gonna get more damage. Okay. So the problem with this is that, but you have the first three talents in the first tier. So if either of the other two, so there's two other talents there, except uh, apart from lone wolf. If either of those two, so two out of three times, let's say. You'll pick one of the other talents, and you will have a pet. Okay, so it's more likely that you will have a pet, assuming you know, like they're kind of scaled, good. You know, they're they're not like there's no useless talent there. What I would have liked instead would be that there would be a talent which gives you a pet instead. You know, because then that means that oh hey, I want a pet. I'll just pick this talent because I really want the pet now. But then it will be only one out of three times. Only one out of the three talents will give you a pet. So you're more likely to not have a pet with what I'm saying now, yeah? I don't know if if that makes sense. Um, But yeah, I really hate the fact that they just throw you a pet and say, oh, if you want, you can get rid of it. I would basically, and I would much have rather liked the idea of, hey, you don't have a pet, but if you really want one, you can go ahead and pick this talent. Which will probably be, you know, worse than the others. And what are your thoughts on this one, Bendek? Yeah, um, I've also seen some other people suggest that maybe they should just make it into like a baseline thing, not even a talent. Just because, I don't know. It, to me, the whole adding the pet back, like, like Delirium, I've already like, I've already accepted the fact that this would this would marksmanship is going to be now. So I'm just kind of like, well, that's cool, but. I just don't really expect it to, I don't expect it to be like, I expect Lone Wolf to be like the best talent. They'll probably balance around that. Yeah, yeah that was something else that uh, Celeste Lawn said, is that they were going to make the Lone Wolf talent really competitive. And I don't exactly know if that means he's going to make it better or going to make them all really even. Yeah, and, and well, I mean, it's basically... It's, I just want to say this, yeah? Basically, they're forcing it on you like this, yeah? Because they're going to make it probably the best one, so people will get that talent, which means that you basically, out of nowhere, you lose a tier of talents. From what we have now on live, after the patch hits, you don't have a choice on uh, the first uh, tier tier of the talents, which sucks. 
you know, it goes against the logic that, oh, you pick whatever talent you like. Well, no, if you're going to make this the best one, then I'm going to be forced to take it. And I'm not going to take the true aim one, right? Uh, That's the name, right? Uh, Where you get the stacks and it's kind of cool. I kind of like that talent. Well, now I'm not going to take it because I'm going to go with Lone Wolf because it's going to be better. So that's why, yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, it's why I think it's a good point. I think to what what Bendak said when they talked about making this be be baseline. I mean, I I think when when people mention that the idea is, hey, if you pull your pet out, you know, your pet's going to do the damage it's supposed to do. But if you dismiss the pet, then you're going to then you as the hunter would do it or. I mean, I, I think it, although the only problem with that is if your your pet dies, then you, you there's no penalty uh, yeah. for that in that situation. So you probably have to make it uh, uh, something that you toggle on or, or an ability that you turn on and off. And, and maybe once you're in combat, it's the kind of thing where you can't can't touch it when you're in combat. So you know you kind of make a per fight decision. But but I think I think having it be baseline like that is probably uh, better than as, as a talent because I mean they they said that they want to make it competitively, very competitively tuned. But I think that's going to be hard to do. I mean, they weren't really able to do it. I don't know how much, they, how well they tried uh, in Warlords of Draenor with, with the Lone Wolf talent, but I can't imagine it being all that different this time around. Yep. The only, the, the only good news from that is that uh, it's going to basically replace exotic munitions, yeah? Like, so it's right. going to be placed at the black arrow, and then the black arrow is going to go down a couple of tiers, and it's going to replace exotic munitions. So exotic munitions is gone, which is great, and because um, I think it's a really boring talent. Had a, I had an idea actually for exotic munitions, which I think would be way cooler, where you basically it's an active thing, and you, like something like okay, it would have 30 seconds cooldown, and then you press it, and then for the next 10 seconds your shots are exploding, you know. And then, or and then they are doing something else instead of these boring exotic munitions where you just press it before the fight starts and you forget about it. So I'm glad that it's gone because I didn't like the current uh, iteration of it. Um, Plus, I kind of like that it's in the same tier with the explosive shot because then it kind of means like, okay, you don't have, we're not going to end up with this ridiculous rotation where you have four more abilities from your talents and it's going to be all over the place, yeah. It's kind of, oh, do you want explosive shot or do you want a black arrow? Kind of like, do you want AOV or do you want cylinder target? I kind of I kind of like that, if they tune it properly, yeah. Yeah, which is hard to imagine because explosive shot is crazy powerful right now. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> which is fine. I mean, it's, it's a skill shot, too, so there's some hindrance. Oh, to yeah. Taking, but, but, man, that's a lot of damage it does. Yeah, and it's free. It's the best. <laughs> it's only sometimes when uh, I'm trying to do my rotation and I'm still not used to it so I kind of forget to press it on time because I'm focusing on what, what I'm pr- going to press next mm-hmm. and that thing speeds up so fast that <laughs> you blink you blink and then suddenly it's gone 20 yards further and you're just oh god you look like a dumbass as well Oh, it's, it's just embarrassing if someone sees that uh, yeah, Explosive Shot <laughs> is probably one of the coolest uh, talents that they put in. So, quick question about that. Um, the uh, the change to the mouse, or like the key up and the key down thing, did did that have to be in place in order for this to work? Because I can imagine, I mean, do you, does it engage on key down now, or is it, like, is, I, I don't know, I, I just, I feel like, 
the way that it moves, it uh, you press it right before it gets to the spot where you needed to detonate, and how does lag work with that? Because you know, uh, some of us aren't. Yeah, uh, add lag, lag, and you'll miss it completely. So that's yeah, just gonna be part of the talent, I think. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I think I think they might just need to make it move a little bit slower, honestly. Or, or like right now, it feels like it's ramping up speed way too fast. I don't know if it's just me, but I think it should just move steadily and a little bit slower. And because uh, right now, honestly, what I'm doing in these dungeons, I'm just going into melee and just spam it and insta explode it. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I got this covered. Don't worry, I'm not gonna miss it. Uh, plus, I think it, it has a very big issues when mobs are moving as well. Uh, like so, if if the mobs are not stationary and you're trying to hit that shot, uh, wait, what did I say? If they're not stationary, yeah. If you if, right. if your tank is dragging them around, it's it's actually not easy to land it properly and hit all the targets. You might hit half of them, but that still feels kind of bad. Yeah, I was so, gonna say, is there anything like a shadow or something that you can refer to on the ground to try to time it, or is it? Really, just f by feel or random. <laughs> I didn't notice the shadow. I think mean, it's I just a missile. It's just a missile. Yeah. I think yeah, maybe I think some kind of some kind of like ring around it or something would be nice, so you know the the radius of it. Yeah, or I think maybe they should just make it so that it, the first thing it hits, it's just exploding as well. I don't know. So if you shoot it towards a boss, it's going to explode when it reaches him, and you don't have to think about it too much. I'm not then crazy I'm... about the facing requirement, like that it you have to be facing where you want to shoot it. But Yeah, that was a lot harder than I expected it to be, yeah. especially when strafing. Yeah, exactly. It's like an instant, right? But it's not that easy to to do while uh, running away, you know, and kiting or you know you're running away from a mechanic and you want to just quickly throw the the instant at that point because you can't mm -hmm. aim shot at that time. So it, it's not that easy though. Like you have to spend a lot of your focus on it because if you're moving away from it as well, like if you're stationary and you see the missile going forward, it's it's quite easy to to say okay, now I want to explode it. But if you're strafing away from it and you go in like an angle, uh, it gets a bit more tricky. I don't know. But I think a lot of people, like kind of old school hunters, will enjoy, especially if you had to spend a lot of time working on your jump shot. If you're a big kiter back in the day, <laughs> um, you can do that with explosive shot. If you time your spin right, you can put it in the direction you want. It's a lot, you know, it's not, with the old jump shot, we just had whatever angle you had to be within. Here you have to be pretty precise, but it's doable. It's just really hard and you got to think about it. So I think it'll be fun for soloing situations like that. Yeah. I, w I would like to be an option, you know, like uh, where you press a button and like maybe a minor glyph or something where it just makes it like a homing missile, you know? So you just throw it and it goes mm -hmm. to your target and explodes on the target instead, you know, something like that. I don't know. Or, or at least give us a targeting reticle like, uh, like the um, trap thrower. Right. Or, or you can just make it like you guys played Half Life Two, where or well any any of those games where you the rocket launcher you shoot it and then there's a laser and you can guide the missile, 
oh, that would be awesome as well. You just guide it, get, you know, you spin it around and goes wherever you're facing. Oh, mm. if they put that in there, there's going to be a lot of yelling about uh, Eyes of the Beast. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, that's not, not that's not really a good idea, probably. But and, and when you use this, I mean, do you have time to do anything else in between while it's traveling, or, or you're firing in this and you're pretty much just focused on this, waiting till it gets to where you're hoping it'll go, and then detonating it? Yeah, you can do like yeah. That's the problem, right? I think it's the easiest is. Either if it's really close, so you just insta-explode mm-hmm. it, okay? Uh, or if it's uh, quite far away, so you can send it, then queue up your next global, and then time it properly and explode it, you know, like half a second mm-hmm. after. Like, let's say after one and a half second, it'll, it will reach at, at the point that you want. The, the, I think where, I, where it gets really tricky for me sometimes is... When it's exactly at the same time when I'm trying to queue up my next next global, okay? Because then I have to like press it at the same time as the other thing, and if I'm moving as well at the same time, it's just you know sometimes I'll just you know explode it a little bit too early or a little bit too late, and it's gonna hit half of the uh, of the pack instead of the full amount. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of like I think it's it's more though uh, it it has more to do with uh, mem- uh, muscle memory, you know, and getting used to it. And yeah, I think I think it's gonna be okay in the end. But yeah, I I still think that, that it should go a little bit slower. A uh, quick question about um, threat on that. Uh, if you're pulling, I mean, if if your tank is pulling a whole bunch of little minions and they just got threat, uh, does this put out a lot of threat? They're little minions, they'll all be dead by the time you cast yeah, it. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. good. <laughs> it does a lot of damage. It's a lot of damage. So it's a uh, it's right now at ten times your attack power without being affected by armor. Which I believe makes it so it's more powerful than wind burst, depending on what your weapon damage is. Um but yeah, it's it's pretty crazy for an AoE ability. I haven't tried it with threat, or I haven't had any problems like where I've taken threat off of a tank in a dungeon or anything. So it looks like it's not too bad, but I also wouldn't you know, open with it because you want to wait until the tank gets everybody close together anyway. It sounds like a very cool ability. Certainly, certainly worth worth trying. And like I said, you know, it gives you a little bit of something extra to do to try and you know sort of master, <laughs> you know, the the the, the spec. Um, I don't know. It just sounds like a lot of fun, you know. Exploding missiles are cool. <laughs> what can you say? Yeah, it really feels good because uh, in a dungeon scenario as well, you know, you, uh, you, you, the pack is like half HP or so, okay, mm-hmm. and then you go there and you you start barraging, and then at the end you you explode your explosive shot as well, and you just suddenly see that everything is dead, and you you know it's because of you. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a great feeling. Now, is exotic munitions just being moved from marksmanship, or do you think are they just getting rid of it entirely? Because I mean, we've always sort of right. com- complained about this this talent uh, just across the board, and so I'm just curious if they're just going to get rid of it altogether. Right. I mean, it's gone from BM also, or at least that was the announcement at the same time. Mm-hmm. And survival, of course, has no more munitions. Right. Right. So it looks like they're just finally giving up on it entirely. You know, which I haven't I, heard I, if if there might be some addition to the PvP talent tree. Um, if there is, we haven't heard about it yet, but that could be the only place I could imagine it returning. 
Yeah, for and, VM, it's being replaced with uh, the new Dire Frenzy that they announced. Yeah, so let's talk about that. I mean, because that was a, a a bit of a change too, um, and impacts sort of Beast Mastery's focus regen, I believe. So, do you want? Why don't you talk a little bit about that one, Bendek? All right. So, Dire Frenzy, it's a talent, and it basically replaces Dire Beast. And when you use it, it makes your main pet do a flurry of attacks, gives you a attack speed buff, and generates focus. Um, it's got a 15 second cooldown, which is just slightly more than Dire Beast, which is 12. And it fully interacts with the whole wild call mechanic, which is that the mechanic that let you reset the cooldown of Dire Beast and summon more. So if you get cooldown resets of this, you just can use them back to back. And then, uh, apparently the haste buff it gives you stacks if you use multiple in that period, in a short period of time. So, I mean, and, and the question is, is this going to be actually better than Dire Beast, or is it is it intended to be just another option? I, I assume they're supposed to be, you know, on par with one another, but this sounds pretty good. Well, I, w- I would... For, I, I haven't tried it yet, but honestly, it sounds like, why, is, why isn't this, like, the baseline ability? It sounds way cooler. Than, oh, I press a button, and a Dire Beast appears. Oh, yes. wow. Like, this sounds way cooler. It's less clunky. You don't have yeah yeah yeah. I don't know. It just sounds cooler. And uh, I don't know. I hope that it will be the best one because I, I don't really like the whole dire beast spamming thing. I don't think it's that great. I am actually a believer of oh you know the strong hunter with a strong pet, one pet only. You know mm-hmm. I, I do like that, but for BM only. <clears throat> and uh, so yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah, so this is on the tier with Chimshot and uh, Stomp, which, so yeah, Stomp, I have no idea how that's going to be affected by this, or if it'll be gone. Is that supposed to be damage your Dire Beast is doing every time it comes in? Chimshot, of course, is really strong right now, but I don't know how it'll compare with this talent. Right, so I think it, it probably will be better than Dire Beast, but that's only because you you have to give up like Chimera Shot to, to get it, mm-hmm. right? Right, yeah. Yeah, and Chimera Shot right now is so important for uh, VM because of the lack of focus you have and uh, the free, free GCDs that you have, so you want to use it on something. So maybe it's something when you end up getting some epics and you don't need it necessarily. And of course, on on uh, two boss, you know, when you can cleave off, Chimera Shot will still probably be the best. Yeah, it's still doing pretty great damage, especially for BM. I think it'll look like a really strong shot. So it's just a matter of if you want, you know, AOE situations where haste is really good, probably take the, uh, what's it called? Dire Frenzy? Yeah. Yeah. Gem shot for a small cleaver, single target. And I think something like that, situation like that is fine. I mean, I'm, 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 I like situational talents because that way they, they get utilized. I mean, oftentimes it's, you know, Hey, this one, you know, parses out to be the best and then you just take it and then you just forget about the others, you know, for in, until the next expansion when they when they redo the talent. So the so the idea, the notion that there's situational talents, I think, is 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 a pretty good uh, design. I think it's almost like, like I think like the best you can hope for with, with some of these talents is to, uh, you know, because anytime that one is better than the other, you know, that's what you pick. And then the others are just just wasted. 
sitting there on the tree. You, know, you just have a pretty icon and that's it. <laughs> so it sounds like that may be the case with, with, with Dire Frenzy, which is fine. And, you know, I don't know. I never really, I, I kind of like the idea of, of Dire Beast and having, you know, multiple, is Beast Mastery having, having multiple pets, I thought was kind of, kind of a neat idea. As long yeah, as I, 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 I like, I like the idea too, Dire Beast. Sorry. But, um, I still think I might like this even better just because I like the idea of making my pet more, my main pet more powerful and mm-hmm. controlling more of its attacks. Like one thing I really miss is that the original version of Link Strike, I, I used to always like having that second control mm. pet attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And this makes me just like sort of feel like that, but also you get like all like the haste buff and the focus and all that. Yeah. Yeah, you used right. to get you used to get really excited to press for, to press kill command. Now, you know, it's like, eh, whatever. So this is, you know, the new kill command. Like, <laughs> oh, go in, get him. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's a good yeah. idea. I mean, you know, I was thinking about, you know, you know, coming out of Mists of Pandaria, you know, the 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 complaint about the hunter specs was that they all felt too similar. And and, and the reality was, I think their rotations and the ability they had. There's a lot of shared uh, abilities. Between the three, so so they didn't feel all that different, you know, going from one one to the other. Um, they didn't address it a whole lot. I mean, a little bit, I guess, in Warlords of Draenor, but I never really felt like the pet was 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 the issue. And this sort of goes back to you know marksmanship getting its pet pet back. I always felt like you know you know removing the pet from marksmanship. I didn't like it in initially in Warlords of Draenor, but like like everybody else, you know, after what almost a year and a half now, however long it's been, you get used to it. So you know you're, you're you're you become comfortable uh with the idea but I always thought maybe you know ha- marksmanship having a pet I don't think was uh, the diff- you know the the issue with it feeling you know different or you know or unique or or or, or the same as the others but you know my my point here is you know beast mastery it just seemed like you know it's always had a more powerful pet than than the other specs but I kind of like the idea of the kill commands and now this this dire frenzy where you had abilities that were pet-oriented abilities where you're actually sort of commanding the pets and the, and the damage was, was sort of coming based on that versus, you know, you and your gun or your bow and, and, and the abilities that, that you were doing. And that maybe that's what they should have looked at more for, for Beast Mastery this time around. You know, actually thinking about it a little bit now, you know what I, I would actually accept and I, I would be fine with for marksmanship would be if they don't just have you, oh, you have a pet and you just put it in to attack and you forget about it and you get angry when it gets stuck or when it dies from random <laughs> stuff, you know, cause it's stupid. Like I was doing time walking. Yeah. And there's this boss where, um, in the neck, uh, is it called the Nexus Nexus? Nexus yeah. Mm-hmm. And the last boss, Oh, if you don't move, you get a lot of stacks and then you die right. and the pet dies to that. It's like, great. You know, like just, it's, it's just annoying things like that. And, um, Basically, the only situation where I would like to have a pet as a marksmanship would be if, if it actually synergized a little bit and it felt good as a marksmanship hunter, meaning that it would be a ranged pet. Like we used to have the Wind Serpent, for example. Something like that where it just shoots with you and you're just both pumping out those shots and maybe have some abilities that work with the pet, like Heal Command for a Beast Mastery. You know, so it would... Not that to the same extent, you wouldn't be relying so much on your pet, but it would would give you that feeling of, oh, we're both shooting hard-hitting stuff to our target, and here, help me out and do something, I don't know, with the shots, like, 
I don't know. It's just I just thought about it now. I don't know. Something like that. Maybe maybe it goes on your arrow and you just shoot it in the boss's face. <laughs> I don't know. You need a... uh, but yeah, I don't I don't know why they went completely away from having the ability to have ranged pets as a hunter. I never understood why that had to be the case, no matter what. Well, those wind serpents were pretty terrible. Wait, what? I, I at least at I, at least at aiming. I I thought it was oh at aiming. Okay. I, they were the best pets to have though at some point, weren't they? Pretty sure. I was actually I, thinking I, of the uh, tier bonus in. Uh, oh. Was at the middle of MOP. <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about, I think it was like TBC. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I want to say Burning Crusade. I thought they were. I remember taming one in like Zilgarub or something like that. Like that's, there was like special pets still back then and they had more powerful. I remember going into Zilgarub to get one. Yeah, it was before they made the whole, the pet either bites or claws or something else. You know, before that uh, time, every pet had a different basic attack. And the Wind Serpent one was like the best for uh, at some period, I think. Yeah, I don't remember what it does. I think you're right. I think it was Burning Crusade. Um, and I, I, I can't remember what it, what it did unless it had some sort of armor debuff or something. I, I, I really don't remember. But yes, I, I think you're right, though, that Wind Serpents were, you know, a coveted pet at one point in time. It was some kind of ranged lightning attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that's that would be an acceptable thing for me to have an actual pet that doesn't just go on the boss and you forget about it. That's so boring. I don't know. Yeah. Might as well not have one. Yeah, I, I I agree. I mean, that was one of the the disappointing things about Stampede. Um, you know, you just hit it, and I mean, it, it had to be changed so that they immediately spawned on your target, and, and you know, but there's all the stuff going on underneath the boss. You you just you don't even know they're there. <laughs> Yeah, you just look at the damage meter and you're like, oh yeah, I guess I used it. Yep, nice. yep. You know, <laughs> unless, unless, unless something dies and then you see the, you know, the pack, you know, you know, you time it slightly wrong or the boss dies oh. at the end of the fight and they're still, they're still up, <laughs> you know, and you're just like, okay, it uh, looks kind of cool, but. <laughs> I miss the, best... the good old days when, uh, when everybody knew I cast Stampede because their frame rate went way down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Right now, the the times where I know that I've used it is when um, I use it as my first GCD on a boss, and uh, because uh, the tank, you know, didn't insta taunt or something, or I I maybe pushed the button half a second too too early, I see one of my pets just lying there dead <laughs> from the start of the fight. I'm like, oh well, you know, <laughs> that's the same. But yeah, that's it. Like after, because you use it on the pool, yeah. Yeah, good luck seeing anything on the pool with yeah. bloodlust and <laughs> everything going on. Well, you will see the new stampede. That one's pretty visible. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. It's just yeah. I don't know. It's it doesn't feel like having like they're my pets. It might no, as well. It, it could be not. any kind no. of a of a visual effect. You know, any kind of particle going across the screen. Except they're giant monkeys. <laughs> that's right so they changed the impede right so it no longer pulls from your your stable correct it just they're random pets for kind of like a glorified dire beast is that how they that's how, how they did it except they charge forward now like they start mm-hmm. sort of behind you basically and they charge straight towards where you're aiming mm-hmm. 
Um, and like explosive shot, it's based on where you're facing. So if you're if you're like 90 degrees and you cast it on the target, it's not going to go towards your target. <laughs> oh, great! <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I didn't realize that. So, so there's a, a a tiny bit of skill involved in there. It sounds like great. But uh, we so, had a couple of cosmetic BM changes, right? Well, I mean, yeah, we should talk about that since we're talking about pets a little bit. I mean, something that I believe uh, I read it on your site, uh, I, Bendek, Eyes of the Beast, this Essence Swapper. It sounds like this was data mined. Uh, maybe no one's hasn't quite appeared yet. Yeah, it's um, well, basically a lot of people were, you know, complaining that they're going to have Haiti and they're going to be stuck with this same wolf for the entire expansion. But so I guess Blizzard's listening because they added this item called Essence Swapper. And it says, channel the essence swapper at your pet for 10 seconds, at which point Hades' atomic structure will instantly change to match your pets. So will it be an exact copy of the pet, or will it be maybe like a different, slightly different skin coloration, or it just going to be, sounds like it'll be just a clone of your pet, like having two of the same pet out? Yeah, it sounds like it'll be a clone. My question is if then you can dismiss the first pet and then summon a new one, so you have two different ones. Yeah, that's what I'm, I would hope you could do that. I think that would be, be very nice if you could do that. Yeah, it's, I think it's pretty neat. I mean, yeah, I think that's it's, how it's it, going to work. Yeah. Oh, that should be noted that Hades model looks, looks really good though. I mean, it sounds like they, I saw you had a picture of that too. I don't know if synth, if you can grab that for the show notes and put it on the, put it on the stream as nice screenshot that Bendek had, had taken. But I mean, the wolf model for Hades looks really, really nice. It's, it's no longer a, uh, it's no longer skull, correct? Right. Yeah, it's not like the old uh, Wrath one at all. Mm-hmm. And that's not even—it's not even the uh, Warlord's model. It's a new model, right? Yeah, it's a new one. Yeah, it's a brand new new wolf model. Um, I mean, I was I was searching around uh, Petopia a little bit. It sounds like a lot of these pet skins are getting updated, kind of like the, what they did with the bears. I mean, we know about the bears, and it sounds like there are others that they're now kind of kind of modernizing for the game and I, I don't know if it's i don't know which ones yet are new 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 models that are being introduced versus things that they're actually just updating across the board i think we're going to see a combination of both um in in legion i think they got inspired uh, for the new model mm-hmm. uh, after watching uh, the twilight <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks like that only with a different color <laughs> it looks cool though must agree. So you can give the wolf and uh, what's the other one that's kind of maybe go with a bat and you can have great your, your Twilight team, Team Edward and Team <laughs> whatever the other guy is. <laughs> uh, oh boy. Speaking of wolves, there's a, another pet that someone found is a mechanical wolf. And um, I don't know if you remember the pets from Mr. Pandaria where, I did, where you had to find their tracks and then you know, hunt them down and use your flare. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, it's a this mechanical wolf that wanders around and he leaves pools of oil on the ground. That's how you find him, and uh, he looks pretty neat. Yeah, that I saw cool. that on Petopia. Somebody yeah, found that. that's pretty cool. Yeah, I saw, yeah, I saw the screenshot. Uh, I forget what the the name of it was, but I think it was a reference to like Capcom's Mega Man series. It was uh, mm-hmm. Treble or Trouble, I believe, or something like that. I'm not that familiar with, with the Mega Man series, to be honest with you, but I but I did, did look that up. Um, but yeah, as a mechanical wolf, that looks very, very cool. 
Um, it's, it's nice to see them introduce things like that. And I wonder if there'll be any other trick to taming it, or is it just like find the pool, follow the pools of oil and, and see where it leads? It's just follow the pools of oil. It's the same as the Miss Pandaria ones. Um, well, you can't tame it at all yet, right? It's still got no. the... Yeah, I just I found it and just took some screenshots. I couldn't tame it. Now, did you have to use your flare to make the pools of oil appear, or are they just on the ground? I don't know if you had to use your flare to, for those tracks or not. No, it was, that's the way it was in Miss Pandaria. You could follow the tracks, and then you had to use your flare to make the pet appear. Right. Yeah. Am I a bad hunter for not knowing that this ever existed? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> you never got that. You never got any of the rare pets uh, in Miss Pandaria. Uh, I didn't realize. Yeah. I'm not really that kind of guy. I don't know. I don't really care as much to try and get hard pets. You know, hard to get pets. The only one I ever got were the only ones I ever tried a little bit were at the Firelands Daily right. Place. Because yes. I really liked the cat from there. The, that had like the the black. Uh, Skin, whatever, like metal. Oh, skin. right, right. Scar, scar. Yeah, the one. Scar, on, yeah. On, on the islands out there that you had. To yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I really, I thought that was amazing. Uh, and yeah, then that's it. Like, I, I think I tamed like three from there. There were some spiders, and that's it. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm not really a pet guy. Do you that's have any spirit beasts? Any what? Spirit beasts. Uh, I want to say I have one, but. Yeah, I think I got one just so that I had the heal option for <laughs> Arena back in the day. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> well, if you want an uh, I'd say easy spirit beast, I mean those the porcupines from Mr. Pandaria, I mean there there's challenges behind them, but they're they're pretty much always there. They have a pretty high a pretty quick respawn yeah. timer. So if you need to get a spirit beast, I would say that that's a that's a quick quick way to go. Pretty much guaranteed to to see one up when you go there. The others are still, you know, harder to get, especially the the, the yeah. ones from uh, Wrath of the Lich King where they were introduced. I, I imagine those are just still heavily camped by everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Loknahak. What was? It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loknahak and Arcturus is the other one. I think it's just because <laughs> it's the only spawns in one one specific place and doesn't even wander around. I mean, that one you pretty much. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know how people get that one nowadays. You just Cold to get some fun screenshots. <laughs> just for screenshots, I uh, went and went to tame Skull on the uh, Alpha just to see if I could, and he was up, and so I was like, "Oh, I might as well fly around uh, Northrend," and ended up getting both Loke and uh, Arcturus at the same time. So nice. <laughs> apparently, that's the secret: do it on the Alpha. Yeah, do it on the Alpha. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I mean, I even found the timeless proto Drake on the Alpha. Did you? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! If only you could keep him. Mm-hmm. No. So, what else do we have? There are some other general changes. Nothing, nothing major. I mean, I, I, there was a lot of what looked like to me tooltip changes. So I didn't really um, focus on those too much. Um, uh, there's really there's like a tooltip change even flare which i listed here which just had a had a tooltip cleanup i mean the one ability what is it like the caltrops had its cooldown re- reduced for i think from 30 seconds to 15 
And... Well, one thing that they said, I think, that is that uh, I don't know, is that in yet? Um, I didn't actually check for the survival that the traps are going to have way shorter cooldown. Yeah, right, we should be. We totally skipped cooldowns. over that. And that they are not going to have the same CD as well. Like you just, they're going to have separate cooldowns. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I've actually been playing with that a bit. Um, yeah, all the traps are individual cooldowns now, and their damage has been increased too in a lot of cases. Yeah, question is, how does it feel? Because I, I I didn't play survival honestly. Um, well, it's I'd still prefer if we still the, like the trap launcher option so that I could just drop it at my feet because I'm in melee anyway. But it's since survival has so much downtime, it actually gives you something to do in those periods <laughs> where you have nothing else to do, right? Yeah, the the only thing that I don't know is that does it feel like okay i, I want to drop this trap because it's amazing mm-hmm. or does it feel like oh, i'm just gonna fill my you know downtime with random traps that do a little bit so it's a dps increase but uh, it's like whatever you know just throw it out like that's I think what it's I'm somewhere saying. somewhere in between it's like it's not as bad as it was but it still needs something else like maybe yeah. if it just had better effects or something so it looked cooler but right now, like you can do anywhere from like I think it's one to three combat traps that you can, depending on your talents. Like if you don't take any of the trap talents, you're still gonna want to use explosive trap. Um, but then there's like um, steel trap and dragon's fire trap, which is also in buffed and damage. Yeah. Or dragon's fire grenade. Sorry. Yeah. Hopefully it won't feel weird, honestly, because, I don't know, it it just doesn't really have great appeal to me when you're melee and you're like, uh, trying to hack and slash the boss, etc. You're just, oh, I'll just lay the trap here. Uh, you know, it's just, traps should be something that you sneakily put somewhere and then it triggers. You know, it's not like I'm just pressing it and like might as well just be something that I just... You know, some other ability that did the same thing, but I'm doing it. I'm not laying a trap for it. Do you know what I mean? Like, how many yeah. times are you actually going to have, you're going to set your trap, and then you're going to bring the mobs on them, and oh, it's like, I, I prepared so much for this, which is the, the concept of a trap. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think that's why they renamed the, the Dragon's Fire one to a grenade. And I think in the grenade, next patch... Yeah. And the next patch are changing it so that it just tosses a grenade at, at your target yeah. instead of having to place it. But, yeah, I um, think that's a good idea. I guess, yeah. Explosive trap, it's it's still kind of like... It's yeah, it's not really a trap. It's like... It's just an, an explosive... Well, maybe it should just be explosive grenade or something. I don't know. Yeah, the the slow trap is fine. You lay the yeah. trap and it slows. I think that's that works fine. I, I like using it, but... The damage ones, eh, like, might as well be a grenade, exactly. You're just like a, a bomb lover from Hearthstone. Another thing about survival is, like, I, I, I kind of skipped over it for a few builds, but I was playing it a bit this re- most recent build, and it just seems more responsive, I guess. I don't know, it's hard to, it's almost like the animations are quicker, or they, I don't know. I can't put my finger on it, it just felt better. I don't know if you guys have played it at all recently. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't. My... I've, I've been sticking to my ranged specs. Sorry. Go ahead. 
I tried to level a gnome as survival just because I thought it would look cool. But it's, yeah, it's just so slow going. I can't get into melee. <laughs> well, that's the question with survival. I mean, now that you guys have had a chance to to try it out, I mean, you, and you played hunters for for as ranged, you know, as a range class for forever. I mean, are, are you warming up to the melee, or is it just something that you know it's there? You've tried it, but you, there there's no way that you know you'll you'll use it for any anything serious anyway. <sighs> I don't know. I think it still it needs to find some kind of niche, and I don't think that it has. Because otherwise, why wouldn't you just play any other melee spec that probably does any other melee class that mm-hmm. does your job just better? You know, why would you compromise yourself? And yeah, I don't know. Like, I think they need to find something special about it because. I don't see much utility coming from you, the hunter, the survival spec, mm-hmm. and I don't know, like, why not get a rogue instead? So yeah, it just seems like you're giving up your your ranged benefit, and you get nothing in return. At least yeah. from a perspective of a hunter. Yeah, I mean, I just wonder if this is, you know, going to be sort of a failed experiment only. We won't be going back, right? I mean, it'll just be melee for here on out, but something that very few people play. And then we'll just, you know, hunters will now be down to sort of a, you know, essentially a two-spec class. Um, Yep. Well, who knows? I mean, they just gave uh, pets back to marksmen. (laughs) They might give... Range back, to, range back survive. to survive. It just seems like that's a bigger, bigger effort. Um, not that it's not impossible, but maybe they could, they could do that, or, or who knows? Maybe uh, whatever comes after Legion, you know, they they turn us into a hybrid and, and make survival some sort of tanking tanking spec, which would really be a departure. But who knows? Maybe, maybe Beastmaster, you'll just become the beast yourself. You yeah. know. I, you know, I've, I've, I've thought about that, you know, I wish, way back when, when Lone Wolf was talked about, I said, you know, instead of Lone Wolf, they should have come up with a, a ability for Beast Mastery, just called it Altered Beast. I was thinking about that old uh, Sega, Sega game from way, way back then where, you know, and you morph with your beast and take on your, you know, abilities of, of your, of your beast. And that might've been a better way to go than, than Lone Wolf. Isn't that just right. a druid? Dude, don't ruin it. There's no, nothing really. like a druid. <laughs> no, no, because you would become. You wouldn't actually be a a, a beast, yeah. You would be a hybrid. You would right. be kind of like a centaur, you know. But <laughs> with its pet, like they they will just go and make models for every different species, right? So you could be like half, you know, you could be from the half. Uh, from the middle up, you can be human, and from the middle down, you could be like a spore bot, you know, something like that. <laughs> That's right. Pet I think you just have a beast. Strap a gun to your back. Yeah. <laughs> Although I don't know what they would do with Torin, because Torin are kind of already there anyway, so they'd give them human legs, I guess, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, spider legs. Yeah. <laughs> like a statue moving around. Hmm. <sighs> <clears throat> So uh, there's some other changes. I noticed that I think they introduced uh, some changes to the Hunter Tier 17, which is our current tier. I think they they made some modifications, those, to match the, the changes going into Legion. So, you know, we'll all start off with, 
with that gear. But at least, you know, they, they, they sort of do that every expansion where they, they make sure that the current tier isn't, isn't broken, you know, due to all the changes that they've, they've done. So I don't know if they've changed the bonuses per se. It's just that different abilities now affect those bonuses. Yeah, survivals is a little bit different. Except for survival, right? I think for survival. Well, well, yeah, because all the abilities are gone from it. So I had to change it a little bit. Well, there are two-piece bonuses. When you lacerate, you also gain a stack of Mongoose, Mongoose Fury. And then there are four pieces. When you hit the target with lacerate, you cr- your critical strike damage is increased by 5% for three, for three and a half seconds. So that's their, their tier 17. I'm just glad they didn't touch the instant aim shot because I'm going to love it while leveling. They didn't? I thought it was. I, I, th- I, th- I think they did, actually. I, so I wait, what? Yes, yes. So so this is what the, the Marksman 2 piece for the tier 17. Oh, wait, they did? Aim shot, critical strikes, restore eight focus, but the four piece was uh, while wait. true shot is active, your critical strike damage is increased no, no, no. by. You're confused. Am I confused? Yeah, tier oh, yeah, 18 th- is the newest. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's a different tier. Uh, yeah, because, yeah, yeah. All right, but, all right, let me check the t- I thought what I put in the notes was the tier 17. Four and you put bonus. tier 18. Um, yeah, they changed both tiers, yeah? Yeah. They changed both tiers. Because, yeah, like the the aim shots giving you back more focus, that's not the tier 18 one. The tier 18 one is you get the um, chimera shots, okay. gives you a chance to get um, rapid fire for four seconds. They were they changed the both of those actually yeah they changed in in some specs they changed both tier seventeen and tier eighteen, but I I don't think they touched the instant aim shot right, <laughs> please no they didn't yeah, that's good. okay okay All we're right. good I guess you guys have I mean this is I'm looking at the MMO champion when they they put the spell changes for for this this build that hasn't been implemented and it says hunter tier seventeen marksmanship four piece bonus right but that I, was last tier though not our current tier oh yeah. What, are, are we? We're on tier eighteen now. I can't yes. count. Oh, never mind. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we're all good now. <laughs> good grief! Have they announced the tier? I guess nineteen bonuses yet. Yeah, they. There's some early versions. Yeah. Wait, did it? Did I miss that? Oh. Yeah, I've got a post on it somewhere. Are you sure it wasn't just placeholders? Yes, they were placeholders. They weren't very oh, okay. exciting, but I mean, okay. it's just something they put in there. So. Yeah, because I I kind of remember reading it, but I was like, "There's no way these are the what like right. just in, increased flat damage or some boring stuff." I don't know. Yeah, definitely. In, yeah, placeholders. All right. Well, that wasn't at all confusing for something simple. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Okay. So here we go for tier nineteen. Just real quick. Uh, Beast mastery two piece. Dire Beast reduces the cooldown of Beast of Wrath by an additional 5 seconds, which, what does it already do? 15 seconds? Okay, yeah. Yep. So, you know, it's just a little bit more for a piece. When you use Beast of Wrath, all of your currently summoned Dire Beast gain 20% increased damage for 10 seconds. So, yeah, just some flat. I think uh, Marksmanship True Shot reduces the cost of all your focus abilities. Four pieces every twenty focus you spend reduces the cooldown of true shot by one second. Survival two piece is flanking strike now has two times the normal chance to trigger hunting companion, which is almost nothing. <laughs> so that's kind of weird. And four piece is uh, 
when Mongoose Fury reaches six applications, you gain 50% increased damage to all abilities for six seconds, which is awesome. I think that one was really fun and can create some pretty interesting play styles. Yeah, actually, yeah, that sounds cool. Maybe maybe I'm just wrong then, because maybe these are the actual ones they're going to go with. Hmm. It, it kind of makes sense that Survival would have the most interesting one, since it's the newest spec, I guess, or the most different. Yeah, the Beastmaster ones doesn't look that exciting. But. No, and I think for the for the first tier in, in these expansions, I mean, that first those first sets of set bonuses tend to be a little less interesting, and they, they, they have the sort of least amount of impact on uh, rotations, it, it seems. They, they, they tend to go pretty basic and then ramp up uh, as we get into those final tiers. Okay. Well, and we've also got the legendaries to contend with. Mm-hmm. So, who knows how wacky they can make tier bonuses when the legendaries will be changing your spec a lot. Yeah, yeah. If if they, if, depending on how easy they are to obtain, I imagine not very. I don't know. Well, I mean, no matter how easy, we're all going to do it anyway. Right. <laughs> I know. I know. Hype. Save up some Netflix shows so you can have something to watch while you're farming. <laughs> while you're farming? I mean, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, I'd be curious to see if those items actually make it to see the, see the light of day like that. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure they will, but boy. When they start to be, you know, must-have and <clears throat> everyone starts theory crafting around those too, uh, it'd just be crazy. <laughs> So I think we had one question uh, from the from the chat room, and we we kind of we kind of touched upon it already. But the, this was from uh, Tannen. It says, "If they balance, ha, huh, the the specs completely evenly, would anyone actually play survival?" And I think I I, I don't think so. I just I just don't think so. Well, I think it's interesting if if it were really balanced well, you know, to where for some fights survival slightly better, for some fights marksmanship or BM slightly better, and the fights where survival was better, I wasn't needed to do some, you know, whatever mechanic that hunters are always made to do. I would do it, yeah, if it, if it did, you know, even just slightly better damage. I think it'd be fun to, every once in a while, pick up survival. I definitely wouldn't switch, like, for a whole tier. I wouldn't do every one, because I can't imagine a raid team where they don't need hunters to do right. their hunter jobs. Yeah, but if it was really balanced well, that would have to mean survival had some kind of benefit to the raid that other melee don't bring. Uh, so I think you know, if balance means completely balanced, not just numbers, right? Yeah, exactly. Like uh, the only problem that I see is that over the past, I don't know, decade, I guess, hunters have been very good at. Uh, basically moving around fights as a ranged DPS in order to kill ads, etc., right? Or right. do other mechanics. So maybe for some bosses, as uh, Delirium said, but the thing is that most of the times you're not going to just oh, go into a raid and then suddenly you're going to switch your spec to survival for this one boss mm-hmm. unless it's like the boss you're really trying to kill and you def- desperately need survival. I mean, if they're balanced damage-wise as well, why not keep playing your spec that you've been comfortable with? 
So survival definitely needs something extra to make it worth your while going into it. Um, I don't know. I don't think many people would play it. Some will, but I would say like 10%. Uh, BM Jaeger made a good point. If it's balanced well enough that you know you, both specs do about the same amount of damage on a fight, or all three specs, I guess, uh, then whichever one has the highest weapon is going to do the best. So you're just going to play whichever one has the better upgraded artifact weapon. So that, yeah, maybe there won't actually be a time when that's you true. Know, you're on actual progression and you have both of them artifact weapons at the same point and you can just you know switch because you feel like it for fun. Yeah, also, there is, you usually want a good balance between ranged and melee DPS in raids. In raids. And when I'm saying this, mostly, I mean, you need a certain amount of ranged DPS, okay? Because mm-hmm. there are certain things that only ranged players can do, okay? Or can do effectively. So if you have enough ranged, then sure, maybe you can switch to survival. But more often than not, you do need some ranged DPS. And uh, there's, again, I've said this before, there's only six classes that can play ranged DPS. There's going to be nine classes that can play melee DPS. So probably going to need some ranged DPS. You don't want to lose one to gain another melee. Especially with Demon Hunters coming. Yeah, right. I, I added a lot of people uh, play that. Yeah. Oh, demon hunters! I really think if they had added survival as a melee spec without demon hunter, it would be much more viable. That a lot of what they're taking away from survival is because they want demon hunter to feel unique. Like it's it's the spec that can move around a lot and has obscenely overpowered movement buffs, and so they added. Even though that's what hunters feel like at range, they took that away from survival hunters, so that. Be, uh, demon hunters would feel unique. It's just silly. Meh. And that, that is a good point. I mean, you know, demon hunters are going to be everywhere, right? Everyone's going to have, have a demon hunter, so you're going to see them all over raids and stuff like that. So <clears throat> the need for, for a melee class and for hunters to fill that niche is going to be, be pretty small. So, Oh my goodness, so many elves everywhere we look. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, a lot will come down to how they how well they balance up beast mastery and, and, and marksmanship and how com- how competitive those two specs are. <clears throat> Although honestly with the the whole artifact weapon and keeping that upgraded it, you know, it, it it could very well be challenging to have to swap between, you know, two specs. I can't see myself swapping. I think it's going to be at least at the beginning it's going to be a matter of picking a spec and just sticking with it. Yep. Yeah, basically peaking marksmanship and never looking back. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, oh, also, did I mean, uh, don't know if you touched on this uh, the previous uh, show because I don't remember when the change happened, uh, where they put headshot in the last tier again. Right. They moved it down. Right. Did you touch on that last uh, time? Yeah, or we talked a little bit, a little bit about that in Sidewinders. Okay. Yeah, I, I just think. It, well, I just think that basically at the current state, I mean, they'll probably change it a few times again, but at the current state of the 
of the alpha. There is kind of like two routes that you can take with your talents. Uh, let me just bring it up real quick so I, I see the names so I don't mess it up. Uh, give me a sec. Because there's like... Um, come on. Please. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, the... My internet, my Firefox doesn't want to comply. Okay, here we go. So, basically, I think, okay, the deciding thing is going to be the Sidewinders. Right now, I don't see Lock and Load being that good, like, compared to the others. Uh, maybe I'm going to be wrong in the end, but if you go for Sidewinders, you kind of need to go with Patient Sniper, right? That's how I feel, at least. Yeah, definitely. So, so if you go Sidewinders, Sidewinders, you go with Patient Assassin, and then you have to go for explosive shot because you need that filler, okay? Because there's going to be downtime with uh, this uh, spec. There's going to be a couple of GCDs coming up where you're going to have to do something, right? Uh, and then you also, I think, have to go with steady focus just to keep it, uh, keep the flow good. At least that's how it felt. Um, so that's one route, yeah? Where you so throw a sidewinder, then you throw three aim shots, and then rinse and repeat. And at some point in between those, you throw an explosive shot here and there, or you use your um, wind burst from your weapon, right? The ability from your uh, weapon. Okay. And I think that's a pretty cool thing to have. Plus, you know, the side wonders, if you play it properly, you kind of keep up the debuff uh, all the time up, the 10-second debuff on the target, and which is good. Oh wait, uh, That's yeah, the yeah, crit the crit one. Talking about yeah, yeah, exactly. Editing. The fifth, the fifteen percent from the weapon, uh, from the artifact uh, points that you right. put. So if you play it properly, you'll keep it up all the time until a point where you run out because uh, you know it stays up for ten seconds, but Sidewinders has a twelve second recharge. But you start with two of them, so every time you shoot one, theoretically, you're cutting down two seconds. If uh, if you, if you get my drift here. But, uh, yeah, you can keep it up for a very long time. Anyways, that's the one route. And then the other route is you don't go for Sidewinders. You go for Headshot instead. And I think then you don't go for Patient Sniper because you're wasting so much focus on Headshot that you're not going to use the... Uh, uh, you're not going to have enough focus to make good use of the Patient Sniper. So instead, you go for Careful Aim. And then uh, you probably go for true aim as well, yeah? Because you can probably keep that up. Because um, you don't have to stay stationary as much to spam aim shots. And I think... Uh, and you, you can go with anything. Explosive shot or a black arrow incoming now, I guess. Or trick shot, I guess. Whatever ends up being the best. You're not so limited. And I think <clears throat> both of those specs are really cool. I like the fact that you go... and. And one talent affects the other choices as well, right? I think um, it's interesting to have two kind of styles just determined by the Sidewinder's talent. And that's yeah. what I expected from the new talents, you know, to be really heavy on adjusting your uh, style. Yeah, yeah I'm not a big fan of both Patient Sniper and Heightened Vulnerability. I think they kind of serve the similar purpose. Um, but yeah, it does make for, it's kind of like you have a different spec if you choose one of those two or Sidewinder and Sidewinders, I guess. Then you have, yeah, it's like a 
the whole mechanic of marksmanship seems to be based around building up stacks and then dumping aim shots and then, you know, trying to keep them rolling or building them up again. And all three of those talents kind of totally changed the meaning of the spec or the basis of what you're doing. So it's a, yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about it yet. Well, honestly, since you said the heightened vulnerability, I think that talent sucks. Why? Because they made it so that the the duration of the debuff is uh, 30 seconds now, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's really easy to do it. The only reason... So, yeah, unless you're swapping all the time, well, right. might as well go patient, patient sniper then. You know what I mean? I, I, don't, I don't see the reason for heightened vulnerability to exist. I don't think anyone is going to pick that. Just... Plus, it's another button you have to press. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then careful aim also on that tier is just silly. It's such little damage. Yeah. I don't know what the point of it is. Yeah, it's just kind of like a passive thing, I guess. I think the... So there's um, a artifact talent. I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head that gives you a buff, at a crit buff at the end of a fight. When if you hit something that's below twenty percent, yeah, it's called bullseye. Yeah. Bullseye, that's right. It's and, a special. Uh, just to say, yeah, so everyone knows, yeah. uh, special attacks against the target below twenty percent health grant a three percent critical strike buff for six seconds, and this effect stacks. So I guess it stacks infinitely. Yeah, you go hundred percent. Right. Yeah, up to hundred percent. All right. I I think I was getting well over that on training dummies, but. I don't know if that'll stay the case when the game goes live, but uh, it was definitely working where you could uh, kind of snipe a different target, an ad or something, snipe something that was below 20% and then switch back to the boss and you kept whatever buffs you had. Uh, oh, yeah. So if you keep kind of keep it running, if you have a lot of ads coming out, you can just pick one that's below 20, hit it, go back to the boss, pick something else below 20, hit it, go back to the boss. And so I don't know, I thought like something like that, is really interesting and fun to play with. Uh, you know, maybe it's a little exploitative. I'm not sure. To, but yeah. it definitely makes your rotation interesting. <laughs> Whereas careful aim, like as as it's spelled out here, it's just so boring. Twenty percent increase to crit strike chance. With, you know, it's no stacking. There's no like it. Does, you can't pass it on to the boss or anything like that. It's just you get a, a roughly twenty percent more damage to those ads if you hit it above 80% and that's it. Yeah, I think... Compared to, might... whatever, what do we get now? 50%? Crit chance on our aim shots, yeah. Which is yeah. kind of awesome. Yeah, but the, the nice thing right now is that you can have that uh, with your rapid fire as well, yeah? That's what right, makes right, right. it. Kind of... Yeah, the, the, the thing with careful aim is I think it's just going to be the case of, uh, you know, if you if you're progressing, yeah? Does some bosses might require you to nuke it after it phases? So think about it like a boss uh, like Gorfind, right? Uh, you know, you probably don't want to pick careful aim because it's going to do right. nothing in the phase where you do double damage. So you probably don't want to pick that there. And but uh, there might be some other bosses where it's just in raids, yeah, and it's just from start to finish, and. You just want to put as much damage as possible on the pool, and yeah, or it might be the case where you have to do a very tight timing on uh, transitioning the boss, like uh, Archimonde. You need to push him before he spawns uh, an extra Doomfire, for example, 
So in those cases, Careflame will be cool. But yeah, I would love to have some kind of interaction with it, apart from just being a passive, kind of like they did with uh, the current one, uh, where it procs when you have the rapid fire app as well. Right, if it procced with TrueShot, that'd be much more yeah. interesting. So you can line it up if you needed to. Hmm. So I got kind of sidetracked from the uh, show notes here. I'm not sure where we were. I think we started with uh, would oh, people bonuses. play survival? <laughs> oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And as I say, I think we we kind of reached the end of our show notes actually. So and we we're certainly uh, past our hour. So unless there are any other topics, I think why don't we we call this one a show and come back in a couple of weeks and do it again? All right. Last last thing I have to say yeah. is uh, it's pretty pretty cool trailer for the Warcraft movie. I think why. Oh yeah, I saw it for the first time out. At yeah, it. yeah, they, we we got it. There was a dwarf in one of them. I love it. <laughs> it was okay. great. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of disappointed by the lack of hunterish stuff. Well, you know, or have I missed something? Like it's all about warriors and oh, you know swords and blah blah blah. Like, give me some more hunter stuff. Give me a Legolas or something. Well, whatever whatever hunter they give us, it's going to be the name that everyone picks for the first two months after the movie. <laughs> yeah, followed by triple X after it. Yeah. <laughs> really, Stark Brew. You know, my my thing has been going. I I mute when I'm not speaking, and so and I so I just was talking for about thirty seconds there. <laughs> oh. <By> the <laughs> <clears throat> so I don't know what I was commenting on, but whatever it was, you didn't hear it. I mean, it was uh, Roger had mentioned uh, <clears throat> whatever the name would be. It would have triple X. And I said, yeah, where it'll have, you know, letters with dots and squigglies around. It. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever the name is, we'll, we'll, we'll bring it to you here on the Hunting Party Podcast. So on that note, you have been listening to episode 236 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I am Dark Brew from thebrewhall.com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. I'm Delirium from ThrillOfTheWild.com and at DeliriumHunts on Twitter. And I'm Bendek from EyesOfTheBeast.com, BlizzardWatch, and BendekWow on Twitter. And I'm Roger Brown from somewhere in Greece. <laughs> All right, check us out. And I'm Ollie Sonder. All right. Yes, you are. And uh, now I'm lost. See, Ollie's at the end. Check us out on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, or at our RSS feed to your reader. Links are available in the show notes, which I have now successfully screwed up. If you have a question or a topic you would like us to announce on the show, email us at huntingpartypodcast at gmail.com or send us a tweet at huntingpartypod. All right, stay thirsty, my friends. Remember to drink your dark blue lager. Keep your eyes on the beast. As Kinisto Kinigi, aka Let the Hunt Begin. Oh, I like Lord that. Ezra. That's good. You know, we actually haven't screwed out an outro in several several episodes, so we were long, long, long overdue. We used to do it every week. It was so. That was good. We needed that.